What up, y'all? You're now listening to Infused Influence, where we're infused by weed culture, cannabis business, and its politics through conversations with special guests. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This is uh, Infused Influence. Joined here today with Rayvon. What's up, Rayvon? What's going on, young man? How are you, bro? It's a beautiful day, man. How are you? Dude, it's, it is a beautiful day, even though it's raining outside. Oh, man, this is my type of weather. Are you kidding me? Yeah, are you serious? If I could draw it up, it would be like this seven days a week. Oh, my God. All maybe right, so maybe what, like one day of sun, but yeah. What is it right now? What are you today? Out of oh, 10? right now, just off of this weather, naturally eight. Yo, that's what's up. Naturally Yo. eight. This weather's got me going. I'm mad I can't wear my Crocs or my shoes with, that are suede right now because yeah. rain. What you um, got on, bro? So I had to wear these colorful shoes oh, and no, an all-black no. outfit just so it could kind of match. No, but outside good. of that... Having a good time. I'm digging it, bro. I'm digging How you doing it. today? Yo, pretty solid, especially with our special guest here today. You double know. trouble. Oh, double <laughs> trouble. So we got two guests today. And wow, it's um it's special because they both are unique in their own way and what they do. So one we have a dispensary owner here. We have Caroline Pino. What's up, Caroline? What's up? Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. Thanks for coming through from Haverhill. And then we have Devin, the great Alexander here. What's up? What's going on, man? Yeah, we'll clap it up for you guys. Uh, thank clap you, thank it up you, for you guys. Thank you, thank you. Thank for you. sure. We're getting a clap up because, yeah, you guys are both special in your own way because Devin, we know Devin from delivery. We know Devin from being a leader and just like making changes and regulations. And then we know, we know Caroline from fighting her municipality. <laughs> And I never knew that, like, I don't know, man. I just, I pictured you a little different. And you're, you're, you know, in, in the stuff that I read, it's like, she's sassy, but like, you're cool and sassy. Thank so you. thank you for coming thank through. You. Yeah. For sure, for just sure. trying to keep it real. Oh, for sure. <laughs> right, so are you familiar, are you familiar with uh, what we're talking about with the municipality? And like, we say, I say the word fighting, but like. Like, know. was she wearing boxing gloves? <laughs> basically. Yeah, I mean, basically. In, intellectual boxing gloves, bro. Okay. Oh, I like that. that. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Y- so. Yeah, we, um, we are um, taking a stand um, against our host community of Haverhill regarding um, our host community fees that are due and assessed by the community. In, in our opinion, um, those have not been justified by the city of Haverhill. And we've now paid three annual payments to the tune of close to a million dollars cumulatively without any documentation given by the city of Haverhill. So I just don't think that's appropriate. So we, we filed litigation in Superior Court and we're hoping that um, you know the, the judge and the court system will shed light on this uh, you know inequitable treatment from a you know, community to a economic empowerment operator and red flag it as inappropriate um, so that other people don't have to go through this same, um, what some call legal extortion in their communities. Oh, wait. So, so are you an EE business? We are an EE All right. So there's two yeah. things we got to clap. Wait, wait, hold on. on. Before we even get to that. Yeah. <laughs> before we get to wait. that. You keep <laughs> your fingers there. You weren't ready for that, were you? Who's we? Yeah. Who's we? Yeah. I mean, I know, but I want the people to know. Oh, STEM, STEM oh, and Haverhill. STEM and Haverhill. I said STEM. Yeah, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Oh, I said whoops. STEM, right? So STEM, the, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. I wasn't paying attention. So Yo, STEM, my fault. STEM and Haverhill, um, we are Haverhill's first operator to open. For sure. We, uh, my husband and I set out to um, take on this business back in 2018, right when the um, EE uh, application Absolutely. period was open and um, our compliance um, friend and advisor Will Luzier at the time, um, with his help and guidance, we um, applied for a license and um, we were granted economic empowerment status because Sweet. I had previous um, 
business in the city of Haverhill. I owned a yoga studio for close to a decade. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and that was amazing to watch that community grow and build. And in my mind, kind of cannabis was a, a segue from what we were already doing in our community to, hmm. you know, on a bigger scale sure. um, and advocating for the plant in our community and that it should be located right in downtown. So we hmm. advocated for downtown zoning and we advocated for uh, fairness in the licensing process. Um, and we chomped at the application so that we were the first ones to open in Haverhill um, back in COVID, that's, the height of 2020. That's quite an equity applicant, too. Yo, that's crazy. I didn't know you were EE business. Yeah, so. so we were the second EE in the state to open after Pure Oasis was the first. Um, and then we were in May of 2020. May 2020? Yeah, so we've okay. been open uh, about three and a half years now. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. Were you ready for that, Rayvon? I was not. Yo, right? I was not. In May 2020, mm. that's like height of, co- like, like peak. Right. Oh, yeah, and I was also nine months pregnant at the time. What? Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Shout out to the COVID baby. <laughs> yep. Shout out to the COVID two baby. Two COVID babies, STEM and my yeah. son, Bodhi. I was about to yeah. say twins. What's his name? Bodhi. Bodhi? Yes. I, Bodhi? Like the, yeah. like the wire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bodhi and uh, my daughter's name is Charlie, and she's Charlie. six. Yeah. Yo, that's what's up. Yeah, that's sweet. We love moms on this show. You yeah. don't even understand. We do. We yeah, and um, Char- Charlie, my daughter, um, used to go to a Montessori preschool, and she came home from school one day, and uh, the teacher called, and she said, um, "Heard you're selling weed." No, she goes, "Charlie, I need that." Charlie designed a beautiful, you know, decoupage of a cannabis plant mm-hmm. um, in art in her art session, and. Um, they asked Charlie to present her work and they said, well, what is this that you've made? She said, it's my cannabis plant. Yeah. And they said, can you please tell your classmates what the cannabis plant is? And she said, oh, it's just the most beautiful plant. Yeah. And that was it. And it was, she was four at the time. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, so it's very much a part of our family, a conversation that we have often. And um, they're with us every step of the way in this business. It's yeah. a family business. So yeah, yeah. Um, they have to hear about it 24-7. And um, we we draw inspiration from our kids for sure. Was that weed plant a leaf or was it a bud? It was a it was a leaf. It was a leaf. Yeah, yeah. it's a, a leaf. Yep. That's cool. Yep. She did like a. Everyone else was doing flowers, and she made she yeah. made her cannabis. Leaf oh, for sure. Flower, and uh, and then gave a little presentation on it. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> Yo, yeah. That's your beautiful. mind your mind looks blowing right now. That's beautiful. Between the lawsuit and a four year old drawing weed, <laughs> Rayvon's like, what? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know about the drawing. That's new to me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's pretty fun. Shout out to the teacher for being like, explain this to everybody. Yeah, that's, no, they're really that. cool, and actually, they. Um, they are like very communicative with with the kids in Montessori, so I, I mm. I'm a big fan of the openness there, and they've always made us feel like really accepted and right, right, yeah, it's great. Yo, so let's go back to the let's go back to the host agreement stuff. Oh yeah, so we got a, we, we got litigation coming up on Wednesday. It's oh in my You want to come, Rayvon? You want to come? Where we're courthouse? In Newburyport. On Wednesday. Yep. Nah, I can't go, bro. Uh, you want to come? I, I'm been, I have no car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. in a shop. I have a car. Oh, yeah. I just don't have a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was telling yeah. A the other day that the same way police, like street police officers used to give me like anxiety when I ride by them. 
courthouses do that to me now. Oh, yeah. Extreme. Well, me too, actually, anxiety. at this point. So I'm I'll, like... Even if I wasn't busy, I would say no and yeah. tell you why. I'm trying to stay out of court. Yes. <laughs> you know, so. This is a good reason to come to court. Um, no, so anyone... Absolutely not. Anyone okay. that would like to come to court um, and support um, our fight against the city of Haverhill um, and holding That's their feet crazy, to the fire um, should come yeah. this Wednesday yeah. in Newburyport at the um, Salem... Or the Newburyport Superior Court, um, 2 o'clock. And it's where it's called a Dobert Lanigan hearing, and it's mm. where our um, attorneys will go toe to toe on our expert witness testimony right. and right. reporting. So our expert witness um, is Dr. Marion McNabb. Oh, nice. Um, she's wonderful. Um, and so, yeah, we'll go um, plead our case as to why she should be allowed to be an expert in her field yeah. of cannabis policy. What about uh, the CCC? Are they weighing in on this? Have they been distant? Um, I would not say that they have been distant, but mm. I would say that they, you know, they have to tread a fine line and, um, but they, you know, certain commissioners have given shouts out um, mm. about STEM's business, and that just shows support for the the what we're having to go through. Right. You know, I don't I don't um, admire them for the position that they're in of trying to create this crazy amount of change with the new regulations. But there are some major major things that need to get addressed and clarified mm. um, for the sake of all operators and especially equity operators because. Mm. The state of the market right now is is in such a place where we're already vulnerable, yeah. um, and so this is one area that could, if they can really nail this in, I think could help a lot of people. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, so last when she was here last week, and you you weren't here except for your picture on the refrigerator. I know. Oh yeah, she, oh, was, she was. Yeah, here. that's why. That's why you're like, oh, I think for I met two you brief before. Seconds. Yeah. Wait, no, no, he what? He wasn't here. It was just oh. his photo. No, in he came facility. in for two seconds. Oh, and I you was did. Like you're on the refrigerator. Uh, remember? I honestly don't remember. Don't. Was I last week? No, that's I smoked kid. a lot oh. of weed. That's John. Yeah, John. John. Okay, okay. John. But yes, their face are all over the place. Yeah, like John's the mastermind John behind. Also on the refrigerator. Yes. Yes. Dude. Okay. Yeah. Faces of the fridge. Okay. Yeah. So that's, yeah. That's why. Yeah. yeah so. There's a lot of weird pictures everywhere. <laughs> I have to say the vibe here is real good. Dude. Yeah, and it's about the people. You know, oh, you for sure. Create a great community. So oh, for sure. Feel for that sure. when you walk in here. Yeah, embarrassing photos of the staff. Great <laughs> stuff, right? Yes. Oh, we have them in Stem's basement too. You should see. Yeah, the the staff. You think it's embarrassing, bro? Um. Well. I mean, not anymore now yeah. that they've been up for so long, but the whole purpose of this is that me and John will go back. It's fine that he's walking by us. Me and John go back and forth uh, putting up yeah. pictures, like embarrassing photos of each other yeah. um, because it's not a picture I would post myself. Like, yeah. I wouldn't hold that picture up and I'm like, dude, this is a horrible photo. And he's like, nah, bro, this is lit. Yeah. Um, and that's just that's just how it goes. But I definitely got to come see the STEM base. Oh, you're going to have to Oh, yeah. We, we prank each other all the time. Oh, so this is the this is the guy. He He's the one that worked with John to get... Jonathan. The, yep, John. Jonathan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So yeah, he's our buyer, but he also Perfect. helps out with selling and stuff. Awesome. So shout out to Jonathan. Yes. Shout, out, shout out to John. And we got the, those shout cassette tape. Uh, got the cassette tapes. Yes, we got the cassette yep. tapes. So last week I was like, uh, you guys returned some Blue Dream. <laughs> Respectfully so. Cause yeah, yeah. For the said last, they were a little smushed. Well, the last year we've only been producing enough for our own spot. So, you know, our customers, they don't care, but it's a different yeah. way of thinking about yeah. the business. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah we got to put our best foot forward. We're going to yeah. change that packaging for sure. Yeah. We, mm -hmm. um, but we love you guys and we love those cassette tapes. Oh, for sure. Those are so amazing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm happy. I hope guessing. that they're doing well over there. Oh, yeah, I think they are. And, um, yeah, he's excited to work with you guys. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, 
it's interesting because I think the Haverhill and Worcester markets are similar in terms of vibe. Similar. Similar. Not too similar, though. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> I'll be in Haverhill. My girl lives in Haverhill, bro. Yeah, Haverhill's a, a scene. Haverhill's a little bit of a scene. It's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so what I was going to say about last week was that... Um, Oh, yeah, so she had disclosed about the million dollars going to the city, and you have three other dispensaries there, right? Yeah. And they have not paid close to a million dollars, right? They paid zero? One operator has paid zero, um, and the other two operators have only paid one payment. Right. Are you following this? Because I, I know, I, I know I, I'm following it, I'm following it, and I'm asking you from being, like, knee-deep, maybe even head over... It, it water over your head sometimes in the industry, but also for our listeners too, like because we you can want, have. Want me to scrub this down for you a little bit? Is that just so maybe Rayvon? Well, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I, my favorite line Ask is questions, bro. Um, explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah. Okay. Um, I keep up with uh, Burn After Reading, which yes. is right. you know, put out by Eric Casey right, every right. week. I love so Eric Casey. Just at our event last Shout week out to on Eric. Monday. Yeah, nah, Eric, Eric. We love Eric. Yeah, we, we he's one of my Eric. favorite people in this industry, honestly. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. so I keep up with the stuff that he puts together. Yeah. Um, but please, for me and the listeners, for we'll, sure, like yeah, a yeah, little bit so, of a deeper dive. So the deeper dive is the cities and towns in Massachusetts can take up to three percent of your gross revenue, and the law says that you're supposed to document that 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 three percent is supposed to be documented, and they should be costs imposed upon the municipality by the operator. Right. So give an example. An example. Uh, let's say um, more security, more yeah, police, a police detail. detail needed right. because there was so much traffic, traffic right. that they needed to hire two police officers to keep the downtown, which at, you know, two to three hundred dollars an hour or how, 70 bucks an hour, however right. much the police details are. Right. You know, they would know they were there for eight hours. Right, multiply right, right. that by the hourly rate. You should be able to have some documentation right. for that. Right. So when we went to apply for our license renewal, we were not given that information um, of when we requested it. Can I ask, so then yeah. you disclosed to the CCC that you asked and they didn't give it to you? We were um, asked by the CCC to right. disclose whether the information had indeed been provided and we attested that no, it no, had not. Right, so you, write a, you wrote a form yes, basically saying... Yes, an attestation. Saying, right, right. Yep. So, so the same thing with us. Exactly. However, Worcester's not extorting us. So, <laughs> so, so see, Worcester's way ahead of Haverhill. Yeah. See, Worcester, here we are, okay? We'll just call it like it is. <laughs> extortion. Yeah, exactly. So, it is. so we, um, I decided to take legal action because I just, we, you know, as an operator, we have to follow the letter of the law. And I believe cities and towns should also have to do the same. And when they're not, it's at the direct harm to the independent operators, the social equity operators in those communities. And mm. those are the very licenses that the state says should be prioritized, right. magnified, celebrated, and that are actually really contributing to the economy of those communities right. so if that's not happening from the municipal level that's got to change so the other dispensaries and is that does that shed some light on for no it does it does so the other yeah, dispensaries yeah. all agreed into the same agreement that i did without paying uh, or they are paying because why don't you just stop paying them i am remaining compliant with my host community agreement as right. i've been charged to do until the court deems otherwise so the other dispensaries also you think that they this the city of haverhill's asking them for three percent and those cities and those businesses are just not paying i think you'd have to ask those operators why they're not paying yeah yeah interesting it's interesting. all about good karma though 
Yeah. Yeah, man. So just so just just for perspective for the listeners, when you become a, a licensed operator, one of the first steps is a community host agreement. So that's basically your municipality saying you can operate business here. However, here are the terms, right? They so hold just, the key. They hold the key. Yeah. yeah. And you're just following the terms of that agreement. Yes. Right. And I'll give out some free game for any future entrepreneurs. Do not sign a full term lease until you get this host community agreement in municipal approval. I see people sign 10 year leases on properties and they don't end up getting these municipal approvals. And so now they're stuck with it. Yeah, Instead, tell your landlord to give you an LOI, a letter of intent. It will help you with the application process for the CCC too. Do you know people that's been locked into a 10-year lease? Too many. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> I hope they had like a backup business plan. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> a lot of people don't. And that's just so crazy about it. It's the first oh. time they ever started a business, ran a business, were in yeah. a position of power. You know what I'm saying? Like, even myself, I was never a manager at any point in time when I worked. But I went from being an employee to a CEO. But, you know, not everybody has it. Don't. No, yeah. And there's like, I mean, hopefully there's always like a guiding hand. But in, in a way, there's a lot of just doing your own stuff, not really knowing what's next. Exactly, because we were the first state on the East Coast, you know, to go adult use rec. Um, so a lot of it is just go as you learn, you know, so hopefully people that come behind us can see the mistakes that we made and don't repeat them. Yeah, yeah, that, that's crazy. So what do you think the outcome is going to be? Like, what's... The outcome, what do I think the outcome Yeah, what's your be? prediction on how these proceedings are going to go, if you can talk about it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I can't talk about specifics. I can talk about... Th- the intentionality of why we have taken this up with a court of law. Mm. Um, and that's because we believe that, you know, the city of Haverhill is not adhering to the law. Yeah. Um, and it's at the direct harm of a local business. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's also representative of a larger issue. And so I think I'm super confident that um, the judges that, the, and this has been before several superior court judges now, yeah. will continue to offer insightful, constructive rulings um, and that will prevail in our 25-day trial, which is scheduled for February. Yeah, that's crazy. So um, pretty much the whole month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you guys want to come, enjoy. It's Black History Month, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come to a segment from Newburyport. Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, that would be amazing. Do you, do you think, think they'll let us with the like, mics and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. you get a media public. in public, yeah. Mm. Bet, bet, bet. So would you um you said the... Uh, the um but you said this last week how long has the mayor been there oh he's been in power 20 years so this just shows you something bro that's almost as old as rayvon yeah one mayor 20 years Yo, that's when i started school 20 years yeah, bro he, just, um, he was just in the news for um cursing leaving a, a school committee meeting really mm-hmm. yeah so i think um you know he's got a final two two months in office he is not seeking re-election we will have a new mayor come, yeah. then we'll know that soon in november um, it's been interesting to watch the political process. Yeah. I have been super involved in town poli- municipal politics in the past several elections. Um, granted, this year is a little bit different because we have so much at stake that I'm you know, kind of watching from behind the scenes, but right. um, very much hoping for a, a leader that will recognize this situation for what it is and um, you know, hopefully we don't have to you know, continue this system of... of yeah destruction that this current mayor has left behind how many people are running and do you live in Haverhill or I live in Haverhill yeah I grew up in Maine Um, I met my husband when I was living in Boston and he um, had grown up in the Haverhill area Um, and so that's how I kind of wound my way to the Merrimack Valley Um, but I love Haverhill we decided you know after I opened the yoga studio that it was a great community it's definitely a place we wanted to put roots down and um, so yeah we've been there about 
14, 15 years now. That's crazy. Yeah. How many how many people were running for mayor? Um, there were five, yeah. and now the primary has just narrowed it down to two. Wow. Um, but this um, there there might be uh, an issue as to whether or not there needs to be a recount. So I think they're kind of weighing that. But it will ultimately be two people on the ballot come November. Wow. Um, how are their what's their stance on cannabis? Uh, I I genuinely feel that they are both um, supportive of cannabis yeah. and have been supportive of my business. So it'll be a wait and see situation, um, and we'll see what happens. But I'm super optimistic um, mm. that uh, eventually our efforts to challenge this will prevail. Are they younger? They are younger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Man. yes. This is crazy. Slightly, bro. <laughs> like, a lot of young people coming up in the game. Now. Well, I mean, that's what we need. But just the whole story of actually not being able to get things done with an older mayor. I, it just kind of shows you, like, we're in a transition point in, like, in life. You know what I mean? In, like, society. And this is kind of, like, very telling. Because I, I wouldn't think if, if someone was, you know, open to cannabis, but then also being transparent. Because you can, you can welcome cannabis, but then you can also be behind closed doors, like, like the Fall River mayor. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Like he was a young kid, but his, his mind wasn't right. 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 So it's like, you know, you have that mixture of both uh, being open to cannabis, but then also wanting to do good business. And it seems like the mayor that you had is open to cannabis, but just not solid with the business behind it and the economics behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I think the fact that, you know, to learn that the other operators in town are right. not even why, paying the impact the, fee tells me that it's completely politically motivated, yeah. which means that it's inappropriate and not in line with the letter of the law. How, how was your, how was your, um, and you don't, you, I mean, you don't have to answer if you want to, but how was your relationship with those other operators in town? Um, I think some are great and some, you know, uh, like are not awesome, but yeah. that's just the reality of the situation. And, um, you know, listen, anyone that's trying to do good work in the community, I will support, you know, I'll show up for you. Mm. And, um, that's, that's really the, the, the business that we try to create. And so we're showing up for all the organizations in town that in turn show up for us. And, right. and then within the cannabis community, you know, we're banding with like-minded businesses. We just held this awesome golf tournament um, in Haverhill last week. Devin was there. Devin. He was one of the sponsors of yeah. the event. Rolling Relief, Rolling was, a Relief sponsor? was a sponsor. Oh, I thought Devin was just there for the girls. Yeah, no, no, yeah. He actually showed up to conduct business. Yes, huh? Devin, supports, <laughs> Devin supports women in cannabis for sure. And, um, um, the event was really about uplifting the work that women do in this industry um, and also to kind of shine a light on some of the policy work that we all can advocate for. Um, mm. So there's a huge educational component. Um, we had former commissioner um, Shalene Title on site and she was doing a forum um, with um, Eric Casey from Burn After oh, Reading. Um, she's wearing a mask. No, no, it was, it was outside. outside. Oh, it was outside. She was just distant, right? Yes, yes. It's like, Eric, stay six feet. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then we had Cheryl Murray Powell from the Justice Foundation. Um, I believe mm. she's from Philadelphia. From New York. New York. Yeah. Yep. Murray Powell? Cheryl. Yeah, she's really she's, an, a, she's an attorney. Oh, oh, oh. She's, she's amazing. She's very smart. <laughs> 
Um, I'm not, not like Wesley Snipes dog, but she's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was a great. So we had that whole educational component, and then we empowered women to learn the game of golf. We had five PGA pros on site, including what? a WPGA teaching, oh riding God. along the course with women, teaching them the game of golf. So that was super empowering. Was this a consumption event? This was a <laughs> private event um, yes. that we held for women and 21 plus only 21 plus only. And it was a really exciting um, venue that was very cannabis friendly. There yes. you go. Nice. Yeah. Um, so we had a great time. <laughs> Didn't you? He just went to a cannabis. The, what was it? THC. Yeah. Did you guys wait? Was that in like no, conjunction? We, no, that no, was we would, that was the last time we were there. Here it was actually the same time that was going on. Oh that, yeah, that's why oh, I wasn't yeah. here. That was the day Devin and I went oh, to testify right. before the CCC. Right, 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 right. We sadly didn't get to go to that event, but hope yeah. to get check it out next year. It got it got rained out. I Did mean, it really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah yeah. It was like a thunderstorm. It, it was bad. I had to like like my clothes. I had to dry them at home. Like I had to hang dry them. It was <laughs> so bad. Like I was soaked. Yeah. For real? I'm so serious. That happened yeah. all day. Or was it was. Oh uh, no! It started at like one or like one thirty ish. It just started to like pour. Right. Um. Yeah. It was crazy. Um. It was sunny all day. It was nice. And then all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, you could kind of see it off in the distance and it, you know, the uh, the weather report said six o'clock it would rain. Uh, they were wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely uh, put a damper on things. That's crazy. Yeah, man. we got really lucky with our event. I felt so bad for watching the, the videos from the THC, THC Open because I was driving home in that, you know, torrential yeah, downpour yeah. from oh, visiting yeah, here right. last week. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think I sent you the, the video yeah, you of the, the tree falling on the highway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got lucky for our event in that um, it, it was so supposed to rain and then we got complete sunshine so yeah. it was you know, it rains today too and it was supposed to be like a golf event you know, yeah. oh word Caroline's, i think that that, that go, go it's very fortunate yeah, yeah. yeah. the golf event was supposed to be today it's like bcw something like yeah that. it got postponed uh, boston cannabis week golf tournament got postponed till next monday because wow. so, of the rain so all these golf events are getting hammered this year yeah what what's is up with September? cannabis taking up golf yeah, too like dude. yeah no, it's like real bro. corporate now what yeah. nah, i'm staying well, with I my roots bro you will not see me out there oh hey I'm you're, sorry. you're coming <laughs> to green goddess next no. year yes, no yes yeah. there's the only way i don't never. show up i don't even play golf dog like i just roll around the golf cart getting high so <laughs> so Devin um and my husband um were supposed to do the boat cruise <laughs> around the golf course and uh Devin was having a good time so he missed the bone cruise yeah, yeah. um <laughs> But uh, yeah, we they had about 20 golf carts. They went around the golf course for a tour, an educational right. tour of the golf course um, and just kind of, you know, getting to see this beautiful place. But it's really about the juxtaposition of, you know, women confronting spaces that are typically taken up by men, golf being one of those. Right. And so it's like come to a really nice golf course with and learn the game yeah, yeah. Um, and make it inclusive. Um, and then uh, also, um, you know, the, the cannabis industry, I think there's a percentage, Devin probably knows the, the stats better than I do on all these things, but it's like 20% or less of um, businesses are have women CEOs. Might even be like eight uh, or something. Yeah. It's way less than 20%. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to Google. Hey, let's Google that. I'm going to Google that. Yeah. What makes makes this podcast episode so special, you know, like all three of us are equity owned CEOs. I don't know, was Major Bloom the first equity business in Worcester to launch? Um, Commence operations? No, nah, bro, it was New Deal. They were for, okay. Yeah, but you know, they sold out the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We scratched that part of history, I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's bro. not, and it's not even that, bro. I think I don't know, man. 
it's just it's just we're all different bro no matter the if we're equity or not we all have different business models so i, I think we should probably segue into hearing more from devin on the next on the next round um what do you think right sounds good sounds like we'll see you guys next week yeah we'll see you guys you've just been infused and we'll be back with our special special guest for next week all right peace peace what up y'all you're now listening to infused